Hi, and welcome to another episode of Raising His Kids, a podcast for stepmoms. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren, a child-free stepmom of one, hoping for an hour's baby soon. And I'm Tony, a bio mom of two and a stepmom of two. We are two stepmoms who, although we live at opposite ends of the world, quickly bonded over how we all deal with the same Karen as we navigate our lives raising his kids. Hello and welcome to another episode of Raising His Kids. Today, we are reminiscing on a stepmom core memory that most of us share, and that is the first time we met the ex. Oh, that that just brings me anxiety thinking about it. I know, right? <laughs> oh. I was surprised by how many listeners, and we'll get into listener responses very soon, but I was surprised by how many hadn't met the ex yet. I actually haven't gone through our listener responses yet because I've been distracted with life. So yeah, that's that's news to me. There's so many. That it's happen. gonna be really, it's gonna be really fun going over the listener responses since they're kind of cold to you. Yeah. So it's like gonna be brand new. So we'll get like some honest Tony reactions in here because yeah. some of them are funny. Some of them are so relatable. Mm. But yeah, I'm surprised that there's so many that still haven't but at the same time where are they in their step parenting journey are they exactly are they newbies are they like in depth like I know we had a stepmoms anonymous a few weeks back um where stepmom hadn't met bio mom and it had been years but there was like a whole story behind that and she was getting ready to meet bio mom for the first time at her stepdaughter's wedding oh that's right yeah. And I think when we look at this as as a core stepmom memory, it's the fact that everyone has their own story. Mm-hmm. Some people have great bio mom, stepmom relationships. Some people don't. Some people haven't met bio mom. Some people did and it went horribly wrong. Either way, this is a person that is in our lives. And yeah, meeting them feels like such a momentous thing. It is. It's probably more impactful than meeting the in-laws. Oh, for sure. Because this is someone that if when you sign on to be stepmom, you are signing on to co-parent with this person. Yeah. Either directly or indirectly. Right. Regardless, they are going to impact your life with boundaries and schedules and child support. (laughs) It's like we were talking about the other night, the three of us, where Cameron knew something that you didn't know. And Lauren and I like, oh, I hate that. I hate when they know something that we don't know and it's going to change our whole lives. But it, it wasn't right. bio mom related, but it, we thought it was. At all. But it was just based on his stoicism and how closed off he was being. It looked like a bio mom reaction. Yeah. So I had like PTSD from, I was like triggered by his coldness of like, oh God, what happened? Mm-hmm. What are we going to be dealing with? And that's when I was talking to you ladies, because I couldn't tell him I was anxious. He was already dealing with something that I didn't know about. Yeah. So I was rapid fire texting you guys going, oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And but that that's a feeling like that we all get because this person is in our lives whether we like it or not and they have the power to have some control over our lives. Right. And we forget that we also have that power as step parents because we, we are allowed to take up space and we yes. do. Yes. Um, so this hierarchy that we feel that we're in is something we're creating ourselves. Yeah. There's a level of respect and saying, okay, bio mom and bio dad are first. I am here supporting the team. Right. But as a human, 
that's living this life, I am just as important and my wants and needs and boundaries are as well. But Mm -hmm. I think we can, as stepmoms, sometimes get stuck in that, that structure that we create. Yeah. And kind of forget. So before we jump into the listener responses about how they met the ex, I wanted to go through the ladies of RHK and our experiences with this. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Do you want to go first and then I'll go and then you can tell everyone what Lauren told us since she's not here to speak for herself today? Absolutely. So I met the ex before I started dating my husband. Mm-hmm. I met the ex when she was still the wife. Fun fact, me too, but she doesn't remember that. <laughs> Mine does strongly, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh. Um, but my husband and I had been friends prior to beginning our relationship. So I had gone to happy hours and work functions where she was present, other people's holiday parties where she was present. And so we had talked and she didn't like me then. Oh. And I, well, in her defense, Cameron and I always had some kind of spark. Yeah. From the second I saw him. Right. And I'm rather unapologetic about that because we have built this beautiful life together. Mm -hmm. But I know I'm not the only stepmom in these shoes. So I'm not going to be inauthentic either. Yeah, 100%. Because you and I are in the same boat when it comes to things like this. Right. So there was a Christmas party and we, they actually took me home after because we had all been drinking. And on the way home, we went to Waffle House. And I guess Cameron and I were joking too much over our waffles. And she went and sat in the car and Cameron and I finished our breakfast. Oh, wow. Just red, red flags everywhere. <laughs> so she wow. didn't like me that that night and never again, I'm sure. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm sure. I wouldn't have liked me either. Probably not. No, I can't say I would have either. No. I. So now that I've painted myself as the, the, <laughs> the other stepmom woman, um, what? No, like the, the, the homewrecker, the, the homewrecker yeah. that they like to call us. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm a fat slut. That's what I was called. Oh. I just wanted to lick him one time. I didn't <laughs> know I would marry him. Like, <laughs> Oh, I tell Cameron that all the time. I just, I just loved his forearms. I just wanted to lick him one time. I still do. (laughs) Now I get to lick him every day. (laughs) Oh gosh, you're funny. But so now I don't even remember meeting her again because she already was very upset when Cameron had already moved out and he told her that he had met someone and started to give very vague details about who that person was. And she went, oh my God, it's Madison. Oh, wow. And he said, yes, it is. Um so the the bad taste in her mouth went worse, right? She already didn't like me. Then she hated me. Mm-hmm. Then she said that we would never last and we didn't know what real life was like. And now we've been doing real life. She already had met me and didn't like me. Then I got into a relationship with her soon-to-be ex-husband and she really didn't like me. And then that's when the vitriol started of like, we weren't going to last and we don't know what real life is like and all all of these hateful things. And I was a fat slut. And now we've done life together and we have this beautiful life and she still doesn't like me. You can't always win. And I don't remember when we met again post being in a relationship with Cameron. Yeah, I'm sure it was at a kid drop off, but she stayed very much in the background for a long time. And because we had met, because we knew where we stood, clearly, uh, we didn't really talk about anything. Yeah, I 
I've never really spoken to Karen about much, like besides a couple of text messages about medication, that's been about it. Yeah, I would have liked to talk to her more about what this life was going to look like. And instead, we have stumbled our way through as needed Yeah, without actually building any relationship. Oh, I'm exactly the same way. And Karen like is- every opinion she has ever had of me was an assumption. Yeah. Whether those were right, wrong, indifferent doesn't matter. I'm constantly evolving and so is she and so is my husband and so is our family. Mm -hmm. I would have loved an opportunity to talk to her as the stepmom of her children. Absolutely. Me too. And I guess I was sort of given that opportunity, but there was no talking. Ah. So let's rewind a bit. And let's talk about the first time I met Karen, which was at a work Christmas party because my husband and I worked together and my husband introduced her and she looked me up and down with complete disgust on her face. Mind you, I was at that Christmas party with Big K's father. Mm. So she looked me up and down with complete disgust and walked away and that was it. And then Big K's father accused my husband and I of having an affair while I was still in a relationship with him. That's not true. We talked a lot because we worked together and we worked closely together. Am I denying that there was some connection? No, but we didn't act on it. Right. It wasn't until after I had left Big K's father that he left his wife and our connection, we we went wanted to see where the connection went. Right. And so I had successfully not met her for a few months, but I had met the boys. And then there was one day at changeover. So she was dating. She was dating the weekend that my husband moved out, but (laughs) she denied it because he told me like he remembers she dropped the boys off and she was wearing like a mini skirt and knee high boots. And then when he went to go take the boys back, she'd had flowers delivered to her house. Ah. And the boys were always saying that she was always talking to someone on the phone. So it's like she she wants to accuse me of being a homewrecker or us being in a relationship. But yet she she was in a relationship much well and truly before we were, you know. Yeah. And I know I know that can get sticky. Like relationships are hard. Yeah. I as my husband's friend prior to being with him knew that months before we even had a connection, she was saying she was going to move out and I'll pack my stuff and I'll take the kids. I wasn't in the picture then. I didn't ruin anything. Right. But they like to blame us. Right. And now fast forward, all the vitriol that's come out of, I've let you abuse me for 10 years and right. Those Mm -hmm. famous trigger words come out. Of the, the, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> yeah. I, if it was so bad, then we can take that that scarlet letter off my jacket, okay? Because yeah, I didn't break anything. Similarly, I was married before getting into a relationship with Cameron as well. It was bad for years. Yeah. Cameron did not break up my marriage. I did on yeah. purpose and with intention to create a better life. And I've done that and I'm not sorry. I left Big K's father because, as I've spoken before, there was a history of DV. And one night it got so bad that I questioned myself, what am I doing here? I need to get out. My son Mm -hmm. is no longer safe. I am no longer safe. It reached to a point where I no longer felt safe. So I left. But But he was telling everyone I was a lesbian and that the only reason I could have left him is because there had to be someone else. Like complete fabricated shit but that that was his story and I let him tell his story because I was like whatever I'm not going to defend myself to you because I don't need to defend myself to you you want to make up lies that's on you we'll let it go and I think that's why he gets so mad now because I actually 
start to tell the truth of what actually happened Mm -hmm. and why I left. But that's another story. We're not talking about that. So let's rewind to the actual point in time where I met Karen officially as the boy's stepmother, as my husband's new girlfriend. And it was at a changeover. And I want to say we'd been dating for about six months at this point. I think mine was too. And it was months later as well. (laughs) And it was at a changeover. So they had sold their family home and she had moved in with her parents. And it was like almost a two-hour drive from our place. Well, we weren't even living together, but it was a two-hour drive from my husband's place. So I – and Big K must have been with his dad because I didn't have him. I don't think I had him. I don't think he was there. Um, So it must have been like where we'd switched a weekend or something. And so my husband and I and the two boys drove two hours away almost. And when we pulled up at her parents' house, my husband said to the boys, oh, whose car's that? And they're like, oh, that's – so-and-so's car. And at this point, my husband had not been told that she was in a relationship. Ah, She kept denying it. And I think she was denying it because he had given her 60% of the sale of the home. Mm. So because he just, he wanted it over and done with. He was happy to give her whatever she wanted so that he was out of that situation. And we believe that she was lying about being in a relationship purely because she thought that he would go back on giving her 60% of the house. Mm. And so my husband gets out of the car, they do changeover on the driveway and I'm listening because I can hear and um, he's like, oh, so who's so-and-so? And she's like, oh yeah, we've been dating for a while. The boys have The boys haven't met him yet. But he was there? Yeah. Um, she's like, they've only um, spoken to him on FaceTime. That just sounds like a load of bullshit. Yeah. Like they knew that it was his car. Like, don't be stupid. Just and- a side note that that is so the double standard there that like both of us had to wait to meet the children. Right. Mm. Didn't you as well? Oh, I was supposed to, but I didn't because we okay. ran we ran into each other at a park. Mm. Um, not coordinated, didn't even know that he had left his wife. We ran into each other at a park with the kids and the kids kept asking to hang out with each other. Oh, okay. So that, but, that so, was- But like a, on paper, you had to wait. And on yeah. paper, I had to wait and was made to. But like Mr. So-and-so, who is- by my mom's boyfriend was a random car in the driveway months before he was a boyfriend. Yeah. So, and he was still there when I dropped the kids off. Mm-hmm. So your one night stand can meet the kids, but I had to wait. Right. It's just, it's just the it's double, a double standard. standard. It is. Um, anyway, sorry. I just had to mention that because it was aligning so much with my own that's okay. <laughs> experience. Anyway, so then then she offered my husband to meet him and he's gone, oh, fuck, now I need to offer for her to meet Tony. And he's gone, yeah, all right. Well, Tony's in the car. Do you want to meet her? Now, you've seen pictures of this woman. She is so much taller than me. And we're sitting in my husband's work car, which is like a Toyota Corolla. I don't know if you have them, but it's like this tiny mm-hmm. little hatchback. And yeah. he had locked the car. <laughs> so this woman is standing over the car and I can't open the door. Oh, my gosh. So it makes it even more embarrassing that I look like I am mentally impaired because I can't open a car door. And anyway, so I unlock the car and I get out and she's just standing over me like it was 
so awkward. So plot twist, the day I met Karen was also the day my husband met the stepdad. And it it was so, for me, it was really awkward. Like she's standing over me. We walk into the, the house, which is her parents' house, and stepdad just starts talking. And he knows the boys. Like that was not the first time they met. Like don't don't try and lie. Like why are we lying? Right. Um, but yeah, and then so I didn't do much talking. It from memory, it was stepdad talking about soccer mostly. So yeah, that that's how my meeting went. It was awkward. There wasn't much talking happening. And I was the special woman who couldn't open the car door. And that was how mine went. I believe if memory serves me right, we did a trade-off and picked up the boys at a park that Mm -hmm. Biomom had took them to. And so I stayed in the car, but she was like close enough to the car that I could hear her talking about the transition. And then we talked over text and then that became normal. And the next time I saw her, it was just, I was there, right? Yeah. It had been like accepted as much as it could be. And we've moved on from there with highs and lows. (laughs) Yeah. Highs and lows. I'm not a parent, but I'm a good babysitter when she needs one. Right. I'm a good babysitter. I'm also, she's so glad that I'm around when Lincoln's had a seizure and I've helped, but then I can't be um, like on any paperwork or an emergency contact. So it depends on what I'm doing Yeah, uh, and, and how helpful it is as to how she feels about me. Yeah. Got it. So let's talk about Lauren. Our lovely Lauren is out on maternity leave while we're recording this, but she shared her first meeting with us so that we could share it with you guys. So she said she being bio mom didn't want me in the picture at all, but didn't want tea around me anymore until she met me. This was particularly awkward as she was trying to get back together with my husband regularly and I knew it. I can't even imagine. I know, right? Why? Ah, she made it clear she hated me, so I tried to keep my distance. We met at a pickup, and I didn't go to the door, just waited until she came to the car because she always brought him out to the car and buckled him in, which was weird to me. That is really weird. It is weird. Like, hand him over to his dad and let his dad put him in the car. Right. Like, we can handle this. We have car seats. Right. We know how they work. Yeah. <laughs> she was just trying to, like, be dominant in that situation. Mm-hmm. She had to have been. Absolutely. Then she texted my husband all pissed off because I didn't come to greet her. She does all of her shit talking over text. So she didn't say anything confrontational at the meeting, just waited until she could text my husband about it later, which is so true. I have felt the same way. Bio mom is always so nice to me ish. There have been times she's getting more comfortable now and she's yelled at me a couple of times. We're growing in our relationship. I I haven't been yelled at, but I'm ignored quite often. Oh, I'm currently being ignored. But I I feel that like the texting later, but not bringing up a, a thing while you're in front of her. Yeah, like so we feel that I think it's funny that we all met on transitions. And I'm yeah. sure that with a lot of step parents and blended families, that's how it goes, because that's when your paths are crossing the most. Absolutely. Like, I don't think I would have wanted to meet up with her alone. Um, She gives me anxiety, like really bad. So I'm glad that it happened the way that it happened. But still, it was shit the way it went. <laughs> yeah, this has never happened. But initially, bio mom wanted to meet my husband at a French restaurant that is $400 where they had gone for their anniversary every year. Mm. And she wanted to meet there every year to talk about the kids. 
No. You know why they haven't done it? Because I'm coming too. Yeah. And if she thinks that's only her place, the lobster's great. I've been there multiple times. Yeah. It's no longer your anniversary spot. It's just a restaurant. Yeah. And if you want to meet to talk about the kids, honey, I'm a parent too. I'm going to yeah. pull up a chair. Yeah. And like I'd offered to meet up with my co-parents, like let's have coffee, let's talk, let's sort out some issues, let's figure out ways where we can communicate in the best interest of my son, right? Mm -hmm. That went down like a bag of dicks. They weren't interested. Neither stepmom or biodad were interested in having that conversation. And currently they have a boundary where they won't attend medical appointments where we need to make joint decisions. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So, but that's a topic for another day, whether that's a boundary or just being difficult. It's so easy on this topic of meeting the ex to just go down memory lane of so many different things. Especially things that are just happening so recently as well. Yeah. And like none of it, a lot of it doesn't feel good. I'm not going to say none of it because some of it does and it's just life. But like there was one time that Cameron did meet up with bio mom at a local coffee spot to talk about how much alimony she was going to get. It was right before family court and he wanted to to like try and in meet on some middle ground so that it didn't extend and I had the kids and so like that happened but there's if you if you did like a timeline of your blended life there's so many of these little points and we're all mm-hmm. gonna have them and they're gonna bring up all kinds of different emotions mm-hmm. and I just want our listeners to know that they're not alone in that yeah because even remembering some of these times I know it's sticky for both of us yeah I wish it had gone differently I wish we could be more cohesive in our blend and we're not yeah yeah I absolutely get it but should we jump into some of what some of our listener responses on how their meeting of Karen went yes we should um I'll read out the first one okay she was drunk at the boys footy abused him then tried to introduce herself to me charming charming just lovely the class that that took yeah I could never but I would have walked away with so much confidence like "Mm, (laughs) I've got this yeah if that's the bar I am so much higher than that absolutely it's the way I feel when bio mom cusses she says the f word like every other word in front of the kids in front of anyone and I just feel so classy standing next to that like I I dropped the f-bomb you've probably heard it so many times and I'm probably the only one dropping the f-bomb on this podcast but I can also hold myself and have an intellectual conversation Right. right there's a time and a place right So, all right, we've got a long list, so let's keep going. She was late and asked me 50 questions. She wanted to meet me by herself one-on-one. I'm I'm not opposed to that, but I also feel like the anxiety that would come with meeting that one-on-one, like the first meeting shouldn't be one-on-one, maybe the second or the third. Right. And I would want to know clear intentions. Like, why are you 50 questioning me? Is Mm -hmm. it to learn who I am so that we can have a relationship? Because if that's the case, I want to ask you questions too. Yeah. Right. I met up And just make it even ground. I met up with a stepmom recently. She was looking to make some stepmom friends and she told me like she met with Karen one-on-one. And she spent the whole time bagging out her ex-husband, like this stepmom's new partner. And she's like, she didn't want to meet with me. She wanted to dictate to me. I'm like, yeah, she's just toxic. Yeah. And, and you have to be change. so careful because I have said things just in passing that I thought were funny. Mm. And bio mom has then later said, your girlfriend even feels that way about you. She told me, well, mm. I was joking. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, now my, my words are, you have to be so careful. You do. You absolutely um, do. She pretended to not hear him introduce me. So I forced her to have a full on conversation with me. The balls that took. Absolutely. Go you. I wouldn't. I'd just sit there quietly be like, whatever. Right. Like, I don't have that confidence. Uh, she was late, stayed for two hours, didn't ask me anything or set any boundaries. She told me to be good to her boys, then used me as a babysitter for the next six months. Ugh. Besides the using of a babysitter, that seemed to go pretty well. Besides the two hours, like staying for two hours, because that's just weird. But yeah, too too long. But but to leave and say be good to our boys, like that's a positive thing, and that's something that I've always said about my son's stepmom is I just want her to be good to my son. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you can really ask, right? Right. The next one is one of those everyone has a different situation that we were talking about earlier. Uh, one stepmom said, "I'm so lucky that bio mom lives in another country, and I've yet to meet her." I don't want to ever. LOL. <laughs> I wonder if that's our stepmom's anonymous from a couple of weeks ago. Because that that's possibly. More... Um, wow. So I'm gonna just jumble a couple. Uh, together here uh she cried horrendously and another stepmom wrote traumatic like why was she crying? it'll be like that sometimes did did she <laughs> did she just realize that her relationship was over like there's no going back possibly there's a there's a lot that could be unpacked there and i would love to know more mm. so if this stepmom is listening to this we would love to hear your full story yeah fill out the guest application we've got some guest applications to go through so if you've sent in an application we've just had a lot going on we have forgotten you yeah and if you think you've been forgotten send us a ping a message an email something we're very responsive Mm -hmm. we're also just busy moms (laughs) so life happens absolutely on the other end of the spectrum a stepmom said it went so great she even got me a gift it was about a month later that her fakeness showed which Uh. sucks because here you think you're like starting off on this right foot in this thing that matters so much to you Mm -hmm. only to be sadly shown true colors yeah and i can flip side of that from a bio mom's perspective i reached out to stepmom thought we were having this great cohesive communication we could text about the kid we could we were communicating and then it was about a month later she showed her true colors and her sh- true intentions and that's mm-hmm. why i was like you're toxic and let's just stop this now right i wonder if the next one because is the stepmom that I met up with, which was I asked if we could meet, we had lunch and just her and I, it was a bashing sesh on Darling Husband. Possibly was. Possibly was because this is all blind to me. I haven't read any of your responses. Yep. I've been a bit slack. And I was the one that transferred it all into our spreadsheet. So I knew everybody's faces that went along with this when I typed them in and Tony's totally blind. Yeah. Another stepmom said, as expected, so far up her own ass and thought highly of herself. Girl, don't they I feel all. that. Don't they all. It's like when they throw around the whole, she's not a parent. Mm, actually, okay. she is. But whatever. Actually. Uh, she was pleasant before she realized I was seeing her ex. Aren't they all? Yikes. Knew her before. She was better than. Got awful when we got together. Did I write this? Yeah, it was like you. <laughs> uh, very cordial until her daughter started proving high conflict bio mom was twisting things. Yuck. Yeah, come on. Like, this is why we can't talk shit to the kids because the kids have no filter. They tell us the truth. 
All the time. All the time. She did not like the way her child yelled out my name with excitement. They never do. They never do. They never do. And little Jay feels this. He sometimes just ignores me in front of Karen because it's easier for him to protect himself that way. Whereas big Jay's at the point, like when we had the Mother's Day football game and he's like, he looked at me and goes, well, are you coming? Like he doesn't care. He doesn't care. But little Jay protects himself because it's, it's his way. And I just don't take offense to it anymore. One thing I've thought about when, because the boys will do that. They will smile and run to their mom. They will smile and run to us. They will scream daddy's name when they walk in or scream my name. They're transitioning in a way that feels authentic to them. Mm-hmm. No one's feelings should be hurt. Nope, not at and all. And I know that's easier said than done when we all have sticky stuff, but uh, it's not about us. It's not about us. It never happened. I offered and she ignored it multiple times. Now we make awkward small talk at events. The awkward small talk doesn't matter whether you've met them or not. It happens. Yep. And it will continue to happen. And now you've met them just in the same awkward ways we have. Exactly. It was foreshadowing of how she just can't respect boundaries. I don't think a lot of them can respect boundaries. I don't think so either. And I would imagine that if we all dug apart our first meetup, we would see that. Yeah. Because it wasn't on any of our terms here at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. None of them we've read so far. No. And it's like, and this last one is just like the icing on the cake of it was awkward. We haven't really met. We just see each other at kids events and stay away from each other. And that's something I don't do. I insert myself because I am going to give myself permission to take up space in my own life. Yeah. Like if we go to Big J's footy games and it's the weekend. So when we have him, we have to have him there an hour beforehand. But when we don't have him, we wait until just before kickoff to get there. So Mm -hmm. my husband and I will insert ourselves. We'll go stand with Karen and her husband. We don't care. But then at games where we bring, like when we have the kids, they tend to avoid us where possible. Like she will walk past us and go sit elsewhere. And the kids will feel that and it only hurts them. It's it's like Big J's graduation. I don't think I recorded the episode with you. I think it was just Lauren. And at Big J's graduation, we saved seats for Karen and stepdad. I remember that. I wasn't in that episode, but I remember us talking about it. Yeah. We saved seats and he's looking at us going, where is she? Where is she? And we're like, I don't know. And it wasn't until the very end when they all stood up that he saw her sitting like two or three rows behind us on the opposite side. Yeah. And he's just like, it made him feel awkward. Right. So, but we made up for the awkwardness and asked her to take a photo of us with him. So nice. <laughs> well, we took one of her with him. Like by that time, stepdad had already gone back to the car because of whatever reason. But um, we we offered to take one of her so that she would take one for us. So we replaced the awkwardness for him with that. Yeah. But I think now it's time that we should share some tips that others have shared as well as maybe some of our own. I might just throw my own personal experience as a bio mom meeting mm-hmm. the stepmom. But I'm gonna just throw it in here as if it's one of our listener Ooh, I like responses. So then you're Sneak not attack. Go- you're not gonna know if it's me or if it's one of our listeners sharing it because we've got plenty of bio mums and stepmoms. 
that are both that are our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to go first? Sure. One of our listeners um, said their tip was to offer to meet them. If you're spending time with their kids, they will respect that, yes. which is a very sunshiny way to look at that. Yes. And I wish it had been that easy, but my reality was that it was not. And so I yeah. know that it isn't for other people as well. Mm-hmm. But to go off the back of that one is a, another one that we have here, which is don't ambush bio mom. Don't, don't just show up to a changeover or be there and hide your car and pretend that you're not there because that could be seen as ambushing biomom and I think that that's another thing like make the intentions clear and you wouldn't want to be ambushed either no so just give that respect absolutely like as as a biomom or a stepmom I wouldn't want to be ambushed into meeting anyone that's in my child's life so you know flip. yeah flip the script and just show that respect regardless of what you know about them. Because the reality is if we can put on our empathy hat and wear all the shoes, she didn't ask for you to be in her children's life. Correct. She her now ideal needs- was the life she started creating. And however yeah. that went, you're now in the picture. She did not ask for you. Exactly. Even if she was the one and some who respect did the leaving. Is owed. Even if right. she did the leaving or if she was the one that was left, she didn't ask for you. She now needs to learn to live with you in her life. Right. Regardless of the story she's told, because, you know, we get attacked by going, oh, but she's done this, that, and the other, and you're telling me I need to respect her. You only know one side of the story for now. Show the courtesy and respect of, hey, my name's Madison, and I'd really like to meet you. Right. Like, And if you want to go full on Madison, say you love her. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So just, and even though you don't like me, and sometimes you hate me, I choose to love you. Yeah. And your children. Yeah. Well, the children are the big part, right? That's the reason we're in this life. The the children (laughs) are the reason we are step parents because we love them. We chose to love a man with children and we chose to love the children, however that looks. So this goes into our next one of of how you can show up for that. Dress for confidence and smile a lot, but say very little. Let her lead the conversation. Yes. Dressing for confidence is a game changer. Yes. Yes. Because you could be the most confident person and you're still going to compare yourself to this other woman, just as bio mom is doing. It is a two-way street. It's not fun for anybody involved. Right. But don't be overconfident that you're arrogant and you pretend that you don't know who she is. Nope. That'll go down like a bag of dicks. Don't stand there and be like, oh, oh, sorry. Who are you? Like, right. Come on. You know that she knows that your partner's talking about her. She's the mother of the children. Don't pretend you don't know who she is because yeah, right. it'll go down like a bag of dicks. And that will just set you up for a toxic co-parenting relationship right then and there. If you pretend you don't know who she is. Absolutely. The last one is my favorite. It says, strap the fuck in, sunshine. (laughs) That's the tip that they gave. It's the best one yet. That is the best one yet. That's all you can do. You can. It is. Do you want to do a Stepmoms Anonymous? Yes. Hit with a Stepmoms Anonymous. We haven't done one in a while. Mm, We haven't done this one. We haven't done one in a while. And I just thought we've got some time quickly before I have to go to swimming lessons. So this stepmom wrote, okay, am I being oversensitive or is this annoying? Ha ha. Whenever Karen wants things to change, she says, it'd be a huge help or you'd be really helping me out or something like that. Like we're not at all concerned with being helpful to you. I would be annoyed. 
I'm annoyed hearing it. Yeah. Well, I did say that you could be being just a tad oversensitive, but it is annoying because it's a stupid thing to say. And I also said that I think that it is Karen trying to guilt Biodad for not being around to help. But the reason he's not around is because she won't let him. Yeah. But do you hear how sane you're being right now? So you have your big girl stepmom feelings on. (laughs) I have my petty stepmom feelings on. The verbiage matters. Semantics matter. Changing a schedule, changing things last minute to help you isn't on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. Make the children priority and not yourself, and we can have an adult conversation about it. Right. And that's what this stepmom came back with going, that's exactly why it bothers me, because she tells us she needs more help all the time, when by help, she means money. Now she wants us to switch time for our entire summer and saying it'd be a huge help. We've already planned the summer, so it'd be a huge inconvenience for us. And that matters. That does matter. Just as much as the help that is needed on the other side. Exactly, because it's a two-way street. Because it would really help me if you didn't mess with the schedule I've already set. Right. And that's that's why I have gone ahead and I have set our summer schedule for the next two years. Oh, my gosh. That's so Madison of you. (laughs) Look at you go. (laughs) And we got both our co-parents to agree on this year's summer schedule already. Wow. We, we haven't even set our spring schedule with the co-parents, but I've got the summer set, schedule set because <laughs> it's over Christmas as well. So I want it to align with the Christmas. I don't want it to mess up our weekends. And I want to I want to know that we have the boys at the same time because we have That's never- That's so stressful that your summers are over Christmas because it just adds in extra stuff, extra yeah. holidays, extra transfers while also trying to spend the summer in fun ways. Yeah. And this is where this summer's where our schedule officially goes to 50-50. Mm. So I was trying to make it work with the Christmas schedule so that our transitions aligned with Christmas as well as keeping our week on week off. So the way I worked it was like we're doing a two, three, one. So we have two weeks, they have three, then we have one, and then we go back to mm. school. So it really okay. works. It really works out that we have two weeks, they have three weeks, then we have two weeks consecutively because the last week of holidays plus the first week of school. But I wanted it sorted now because I wanted the boys to all be together over the summer because we have never had a summer break where we have the boys at the same time. Yeah. And and that matters for them, for their sibling relationship, for your blend. Uh-huh. So planning ahead for that is so smart. Exactly. Plus it gives me a three-week break where I only have Miss K. So in feeling that and being so proud of how you have set up your summer, how would you feel if you got this message that Stepmom Anonymous is talking about? Uh, it, it would be would really Im- nice if you could help me out and change your summer. Oh, it would infuriate me because that's what happened to us last year. What happened to your big stepmom feelings, Tony? <laughs> oh, I was I was a mess because it was so I only have Big K every other year for his birthday, which meant that he was only going to have last year with his brothers and his sister and next year with his brothers and his sister. So he's actually missing last year and this year with his brothers. Right. So I I was infuriated, but I was like what more can I do? But see, yeah. this, is, this is self-growth, right? Right. Like I'm, Which is I'm tr- normal. I'm trying to work on it. And it's not linear. It. Mm-hmm. 
and and it's me practicing being a coach because you know I'm going down that path so I need to put my big girl pants on and be logical and not emotional yeah so but that's easier which will help practice what you intend to preach right and then you are that person and you can speak from the feelings of that person absolutely which you're very good at already yeah it's just practice if you want emotions come to me (laughs) yeah I can be very emotional too but I'm trying to react with logic before my emotions because we know where that gets us it goes down like a bag of dicks yep when is our merch coming out that says bag of dicks on it we should probably do that we should do that so and big girl stepmom feelings I have someone who can make shirts here in Australia, but the cost to ship it to America, it's like 20 bucks. So I don't think anyone would. We can just do one like thing and do two separate online orders. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like two separate websites because none of us want to ship internationally. We can't. No, it's like, it cost me like 20 or $25 to send Lauren's baby shower gift. Yeah. So I'm like, you're lucky. I love you. And if I was to send, that's why I didn't send her snacks. Cause if I sent her snacks, I had to buy like a big box to put it in rather than yeah. a bag. And I'm like, I'm not spending like a ridiculous amount of money on a cardboard box to send her a couple of Tim Tams. So that's all we have for today on talking about meeting the ex. We hope that you liked listening to our experiences, your experiences, and hopefully you have learned something and hopefully you can take some of the tips on board in a positive light. And if you have met the ex and it went how any of these other listeners went, we hope that you feel seen and that you know that you're not the only one that had an awkward meeting the ex moment. Yeah, because it's it's awkward as fuck. It's a bag of dicks. It is. So just remember that you can subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Please leave us a five-star review so that we can share and help more stepmoms. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and join our Raising His Kids Facebook group. Yes. Well, thank you for joining me, Tony. Thanks. It's been fun. It's nice to see your face for a change. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.